0: what's up what's up what's up it's your boy smitty young l and we back with another episode of just give us a minute
1: and you know what we always say what we say l we say just give us a minute of time to put something on your mind yeah this week we talking about business so we just gonna call this let's talk business let's talk business we got with us today man today
0: we got with us the man
1: who 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 is he though
0: the myth what
1: is he though a legend. Where is he, though? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, nah, but real talk, man, we
0: got a KC native, man. Yes, sir.
1: Uh, Brandon
0: Tate, financial yes, uh, entrepreneur services, man, for over 17 years. Yes, sir. Um, Actually has a degree in mechanical engineer. Yes, sir. Uh, owns his own financial services brokerage firm. Has been happily married for 16 years. Yes, sir. And life's purpose is to win and help others win. Brandon, what's up, man?
2: How you doing, man? Hey, man, I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm, I'm happy to be I feel like I finally made it, man. I'm on I'm <laughs> <laughs> good game for a minute, So, yeah, I'm good, man. My day got better just as I was like, who y'all introducing? I appreciate the opportunity, man. Proud of y'all. Nah, I, man, for sure. Go ahead. Tell the uh tell the
1: audience a little bit about yourself. I know Smith just gave you that nice introduction, but you know, introduce yourself, man. Tell, tell tell the people what you're about.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm about uh winning, man. Uh I'm about helping people, uh, I'm about uh living your purpose, you know. What I'm saying making a difference before you leave this place. Um, like you said, born and raised in Kansas City, I always wanted to be somebody that sound kind of cheesy, but uh just a cat that, man, Um, I, I kind of grew up with the uh, go to school, get a good degree, get a good job. So I did all that. Um, You know, went to college. I was blessed to get a scholarship to Iowa State, uh, studied engineering, got my degree there. And when I entered the workforce right after college, when I say right after college, I graduated on December 18th and started work December 27th. So I was trying to get to the bag, But uh, I just saw that, to be blunt, man, all the stuff I was sold growing up as far as what you need to do to be successful, go to school, get a good degree, get a good job. And as a black male in America, it's not a lot of us that go through the the deal with the, we kind of navigate the the life terrain, if you will, to do that. I felt like I would accomplished something in doing that. And so I expected a reward. I expected that, you know, the dream stuff when you was six, eight, nine, 10, 11 years old, you get the nice house, nice car, all that's in, in like this dream life. Yeah. And what I saw was I had a job where I was getting up at 430 in the morning, working 50, 60 hours a week. And while I was making good money, I didn't like the quality um, of life that I had. So uh, I, I knew that there had to be something greater because it almost felt like a a sentence versus a, a opportunity. You know, I felt like I was sentenced to, to. Go ahead. I just want to jump in real quick. because I want you yeah. to explain to people what you mean
1: about you was making the good money. Right. Uh-huh. College graduate living, yeah. living the black American dream or whatever, yeah. But said the quality of your life wasn't right, yeah. So, explain, yeah. explain to the people what you mean by making good money 70, 80, 90 thousand dollars a year, uh-huh. but your quality of life wasn't right. Explain to
2: them what that means, yeah. it was stressful. So, I was 25, my income was over 70,000 engineering, and my quality of life was as a 25 year old bachelor at the time, right getting up at 4.30 in the morning, (laughs) Monday through Friday, working 12 hours a day. And Friday night was, I was tired. You know what I'm saying? Because I've been working so hard that week. And then Saturday is like the one day out the week that I could really do something, but you got to try to rush everything in on Saturday because that's the only day you really got. Sunday, a little bit of family time. And then it's like about six o'clock every Sunday. I was like, damn, you know, I got to do this crap all over again. And so it was like, it, it, it never really felt like I was enjoying life with the freedom that I thought I would get by doing all that stuff. It was, it, so, so I, so I learned Ellen that that freedom is a function of two things. Mm-hmm. It's, it's money, mm-hmm. but also control of your time. Absolutely. What I saw on the, in the corporate world, which I had been groomed to, you know, ascend in because my parents both, you know, were in corporate for 20, 30 years and mm-hmm. did well on the ladder. Um, I didn't have the freedom I didn't have the time that I wanted I didn't like that I had to get up at four thirty you know I didn't like that on my job if I had to go to the bathroom and they was like they just like keeping track of me you know what I'm saying yeah. I, didn't, I I'm a grown man right I didn't like the fact that another individual could determine my pay my quality of life and uh my time you know so quality of life to me is being able to control your money and your income but also the time so you can choose what you want to do you know so
0: so let me ask you this, Brandon. That's good, man. Why financial services? Like, what
2: took you that route? All right, that's a good question, man. So I a little bit more of my background. So I did all that corporate engineering, all that. First off, let me be real clear. Only reason I got into engineering is because they told me I can make a lot of money in it, and I was good at math. So you know, you kind of go to high school and have a counselor, and they kind of tell you what you're supposed to do with your life, which is crazy. When you 16, 17, you don't know what the hell you want to do, but I did it because I figured at the end of the day, I'll make good money and then I'll figure out something else later. And that's exactly what I did. So, um, I had done prior to financial services, uh, real estate, you know, I had a few properties. Um, I, uh, had about five houses at one time, um, doing kind of some rental flips, that type of deal. Um, I had a maintenance company. So I did like janitorial work for a minute, lawn care, uh, snow removal. Uh, I used to throw parties back in the day. Uh, but the thing that I realized, because I look at business like it's a sport, right? So what I liked about the financial services industry, so let me let me rephrase it. I would say, yeah, I do own a financial services business, but I'm not a financial services person as much as I'm a business person, okay. right? I'm a business person. I'm an entrepreneur that has a financial services business. And the reason I kind of preface it like that is this. The thing from a business owner standpoint, when you look at the financial services industry as a business, you got to look at some common things that you look at in business, in any business. There's really no inventory, right? It's not like I got a restaurant, I got to have food. I don't, I mean, I have an office, right? But I don't have huge overhead. That's another big component of business. I don't have employees, you know what I'm saying? And and the thing about it is it's recession proof, right? One thing that's certain: people are gonna be born and people are gonna die. That's a, fact. a lot of people are born a lot of people are gonna die they're gonna need life insurance and if they live they're gonna need investments and mm-hmm. those are two of the primary things I do so it's something that no matter it's up down this year COVID-19 and all that business is doubled you know what I'm saying so uh financial services is one where it's a growing industry I think personally it's not enough of us in the industry we're under service tremendously um and uh it's fulfilling, man. You know, I got into it to make a little extra money and to learn more about myself, learn more myself because I hadn't been taught that. Here's what I realized, Smitty. I, doing all the stuff I was supposed to do with the degree in college education and all that, mm-hmm. I was pissed off when I found out they didn't teach me about money. They taught me how to go get a job to get a paycheck, but there was no instruction on what do you do when you make 70000 What do you do when you make 80000 And so when I was When I started learning about insurance and investments and just some basic financial principles, I said, you know what, I need this. And if I need this, doing all the stuff I was supposed to do, I bet there's some other people that need this. And what about the people that didn't go to college like me? They sure as hell gonna need this. It's all like everybody need it. It ain't going nowhere. Maybe it's not the sexiest thing to talk about, but who says business has to be sexy? It just has to be profitable. So let
1: let, let me ask you a question, right? (laughs) In your experience, why do you think black people uh, why do you think we don't get into investing in and in, in things of that nature? Uh, learning how to make our money work for us. Good answer. <laughs> Damn good answer, man. That face. <laughs> you know what? For that answer. For that one. Come on, raise your, glass. raise your glass for that answer. All right, man. It. Yes, sir.
0: <laughs>
2: Oh, man. All right, man. Talk to us, big. Yeah. Well, it's a subject I'm very passionate about. All right. Yes. Yeah. I happen to I happen to love people that look like me. I love everybody, but I, I particularly love people that look like me.
1: Okay, so you just like the um, light-skinned black folks, or what are we talking? You about? know what? You know, I was
2: about to say something, and then I'm <laughs> like, I was, gonna say was believe it or not, I am. I, I, all I know is African Americans in my family. I know sometimes people look at the light skin and they see maybe a couple waves up there, and they say, "Okay, but is he really African American?" Yep. <laughs> did he just give us a shout? <laughs> right, right he, he did a
0: wave check. He wave checked. A, he wave checked <laughs> us.
2: On the line. On the line. That <boy did laughs> So let me let me let me dive into it real quick, right? Yeah. So. I think the unfortunate thing is it's a couple things. One, education, we don't have it, right? And two, not to take it way back to slavery and all that, but I think for a while we we I think we inherently are cool, right? As a people, we're the trendsetters. People follow our lead. If we wear baggy jeans, everybody wears baggy jeans. If we use a certain slang, everybody uses a certain slang. If we wear a certain style of brand, everybody wears a certain style of brand. For some reason, financial education hasn't been sexy. It hasn't been popular. It hasn't been viral, right? And so, while we have the money to invest and we have the money to protect ourselves and do all that, I think on the investment side it's one that we're not educated because systemically, most of us, most people have to have a lot of money to even talk to somebody about investing. Mm-hmm. But we don't make it cool enough. We don't. We don't promote it enough, right? Like we. Somebody get a new car, it's a big deal. It's all over Instagram, Facebook, social right. media. It's You get recognition for that. You open up an IRA account, you you get a life. There's no celebration, right? Yeah, you get
0: the recognition, it seems like, for debt versus the investments. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you're doing something like, like you said, you know, spending money to buy cars, clothes, different things like that. People like, oh, but you start talking about investments and people, it's like they just tune you out. So that makes sense.
2: Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's something where we just got to, we got to we got to make it cool, you know? We got to make it um we got to really help people on the, the the sad part is we're more reactive than anything, even with like life insurance, right? Um whether you see the gofummies or 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 whatever. Being in the industry nearly 18 years, man, I see a lot of people. The reality is this, most people are not going to make it, but it's something that we're not talking about enough. It's like it's it's happening, but a lot of people aren't being prepared for. So part of it is we need more people to carry that message out there. Um mm-hmm. which is why I'm continuing to grow my business so I can get more people. Because here's the reality, I've been in business 18 years. Very few people outside the industry have tried to pull me aside and help me with what I need to do to, to, to make it financially. So we need more awareness. We need to make it more uh, practical for people and simplified, but we just got to have those discussions more. Culturally, we don't, we don't, other, other communities at their high school reunions, they talking about 401ks and who you work with and what kind of program they got. We talking about gossip and tea and all this type of stuff. So I think we just gotta, gotta, gotta have more discussions about it for real.
0: So with that, what are some of the keys that you feel to being financially
1: prepared? Um, Yeah. What are the cornerstones of being, what are the, what are, what are the cornerstones of being financially prepared? Like what, what, what do we, what do we absolutely need to have to, to consider ourselves financially prepared?
2: All right, here's some free game. Free
1: game. All right. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna th- th- pay, pay you for it though.
2: Yeah. <laughs> here's financial planning in 30 seconds, man. It's two right. things you need to know, right? Two things you need to know in financial planning. One, you need to know I call it a dime number, right? Mm-hmm. It's the amount of money that you need to have. In life insurance so that if you don't wake up tomorrow, you can take care of your funeral, which is uh, the D part, the debt. You can replace your income. If somebody's counting your income, like I got a wife and a daughter to count on my income. Right. So you gotta have more money to replace your income. If you got a mortgage, pay off the mortgage. If you wanna send your kids to college, as far as education, take care of that. That right. number, when you add it up, comes to about three, 400,000 normally, right? Depending on the situation. But you gotta know that number because that's how you know if you have the right amount of coverage. Because nobody knows when they're gonna check out, right? Yeah. So then you you should get a, a policy worth that amount. So if you die, you know that your family and all that stuff is still straight. Cause one thing I know when people die, that income stops. Yeah. But what sure as hell keep coming in is, and then bills that came through last month, they're coming back again this month. Bills don't care if you're alive or not. Facts. So that's one number. And yeah. then the second number, I call it a financial independence number, which is how much money do you gotta have so you can stop working? Retirement is not retirement is not what it used to be. It used to be an age: 59, 62, 65, 67, right? Social Security. Social Security is not enough for people to retire because of what Aaron, you talked about earlier, as far as we unfortunately tend to make more money and then we increase our lifestyle. We mm-hmm. make six thousand a month and we spend seven. Mm. We make eight, 9000 dollars a month, we spend 10, dollars So we constantly staying in debt because whether it's us trying to keep up with the Joneses or not, you know, get stuff we can't afford, you know. Um, but once you know that financial independence number, that's the amount of money you need to have saved so you can retire and live off the interest of your money. Once you once you got enough insurance to hit the DOM number and you got enough money where you on or you got a plan to have enough money to get your financial independence, you're good now. You can do anything you want. Now you can get whatever you want to get, lifestyle, but please handle that insurance need and have a game plan to get to that number. Everything else is cool after that. The problem is we do all the other stuff, get the nice car we can't afford, then we got an $800 car payment, and that $800 car payment is taken away from what we be putting towards our retirement plan. So then we get to be about 61, 62, and we're tired because we've been working for 40 plus years, mm-hmm. but we ain't got but 70 grand, 100 grand. Two hundred grand, you can't retire with that.
0: Yeah,
2: so we got a chance to change the discussion, man. But that's that's it. You, those are the two cornerstones: insurance. So, because nobody knows, I ain't never met one person that knew the day they was gonna go. Yeah, but they, I delivered a death they, 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 they probably know that day though. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but what they say, a day late and a dollar short. <laughs> You're a little bit of both. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, um, hmm. Good stuff, big good stuff. So mm-hmm. let me ask you something: With you being an entrepreneur and you having your own team of people that you assist in um, becoming entrepreneurs themselves, mm-hmm. uh, huh? No, I said I'm listening. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. What are some of the difficulties that you've experienced being an entrepreneur?
2: Mm-hmm. Um. Wow. I could go hours on that. Uh, I'll simplify to say this. Just give us a minute. <laughs> yeah, just give us a minute.
1: <laughs> right, right. Put them on their mind. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, great question, man. The difficulties are, in principle, you got to change, right, in all seriousness. Meaning, the person I am today is different than the person I was 20 years ago. I'm the same but I'm different. Same personality, I'm still goofy, I still clown crack jokes all that, but my mindset and my paradigm are completely different, right? Um and when I say my paradigm and my mindset are different, uh my mental toughness is way stronger than it was 20 years ago. Um stuff that used to kind of discourage me and stress me out back then is nothing now. You know, um So I think the difficulties are anybody that's going to be an entrepreneur, regardless of what path you choose, get ready to get your ass whooped. Right. And I say that affectionately because that's what's keeping you from going to that next level. You got to understand, man, being an entrepreneur is not an easy thing. Anybody that tells you it is is lying to you. But it's a worthwhile endeavor because what you get by going through that that adversity, you, you, you get what you really want. But I think it was Frederick Douglass said this, and it's something I I remind myself of all the time. Success is guarded with adversity. Right. So I think for me, one of the biggest difficulties is. Having those periods of growth where you question yourself, do you really got what it takes? You got people doubting you that you care that care about that you care about and they care about you, but they don't see what you see entrepreneurs have vision man they they create things that ain't been created right the business that I have I created it in any business that you get you got to create it where to create something you got to have vision and the problem is everybody don't have the same vision you have and they don't see what you see so they don't move the way you move and so sometimes out of love they hate on you it feels like hate but they just scare because they don't want you to fail because they don't see what you see right and most businesses, don't make it five years. You're talking about, you know, it, well, 17, 18 years, we still here. And we're being blessed to do well, but it's a lot of, I got respect for any entrepreneur that whoa, says- Whoa, you know, whoa, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa. Right. Wait, Did you say 17, 18?
0: <laughs> <laughs> we to toast to 17, mm-hmm. 18. I'm
1: <laughs> saying you know, We got DJ flowing, boy. Yeah, we gonna toast to 17, 18, my wife gonna kill me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Close to 17, 18 years in business for a young black man who's still going. And, and yeah. not only is he still going, I know him personally, I'm on his team thoroughbred. You know I'm he, he, he's increasing himself, man. So yeah, yeah. So you know. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Yeah, you know. So many
0: more on that. So just kind of staying on that, Brandon, because this it, this next question is gonna kind of tie into that as well. What are the benefits? What are the main benefits of being a
2: business owner? Oh, oh man. So the benefits are you wake up, do whatever the hell you want to do. Hmm. Right. First and, right. and foremost. Right. <laughs> freedom. So, <laughs> so, so, so you got freedom, but you got responsibility like on, on some real stuff, man. It, it feels good to be able to help people like we're, we're at a different point in business. So I'm kind of I'm kind of in my bag right now, not to be arrogant, but really, if I'm telling the same facts, mm-hmm. I'm in my bag right now from a business standpoint, I'm grateful for it. But. Because it has been back to the difficulties, you know, you do go through times where you don't have the money to do the things you want to do, and you you don't have maybe all the confidence or the support. But when you stick it through, and I think get over the monotony of doing the same shit over and over and over and over and over, that's mm-hmm. one of the keys to businesses not getting bored doing the same things. If you got a McDonald's, you got to cook the same fries every day. Yeah. Same burgers every day. And a lot of times people want something that's exciting and new. Business don't is not always new, it's sometimes the same damn thing over and over and over to build it to where it starts to you know, become bigger because you have more people doing the same thing, right? Amazon's a huge company. All they do is deliver packages. Yeah, so They do that shit every day. They deliver more packages <laughs> today than they did yesterday. They're going to deliver more packages tomorrow than they did the day before that, but they don't get bored with delivering packages, right. right? So that wasn't the answer. Here's the answer. The benefit is once you build a business, I mean, to summarize it, man, we, I don't think about money no more. Okay. That's the best way I can say. it. When I say I don't think about money anymore, if if we go to the grocery store, we get whatever we want to get. Um, we don't have to look at what's on sale. If we want to take a trip, we take a trip, right? If we want to buy something, we buy something. If we want to eat at a nice restaurant, it don't have to be a special occasion. You know what I'm saying? It's just because we're hungry. That's the occasion. Right. I want something to eat, right? Yeah. So I think and, and, and to know that. And to, and to real to, if we're gonna really be true, and maybe this is because I got that second, I don't know how many shots, of double, yo, we don't <laughs> have, but, but real talk, man. I'm gonna say this because there's a little bit of pettiness if I'm gonna be real transparent, yeah. right? The pettiness of one to showcase it, hate on you, or showcase that didn't think you gonna make it that you made it,
0: absolutely. And, and, I,
2: and I don't have, I don't apologize for talking shit on the cast that 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 that, that spoke against me, whether it was out of fear or out of just some jealous hate. Because here's what I know. When you when you grow up and everybody don't have the same vision you have and you start to separate yourself from people, either people got a choice to climb your level, right, or they trying to pull you down. And unfortunately, in our community, there's a lot of us that, that aren't going to make the changes necessary and, and grow through that process. So they want to pull you down so y'all can stay cool. No, God, if you want, if we're going to be cool, we're going we're gonna to grow. Yeah. We're going to go to the next level. We can't stay where we are. We ain't supposed to. Right, we we got a. Pr- our job is to take it to the next level, right? If 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 so, I got a business. My job is to tell some other people in business so they ain't got to go through all the crap that I went through. That's what I owe it to people, you know. Right. So benefits is you can make making a difference, man. You know, owning your day, doing what you want, helping people, money not really being an issue, and just living and enjoying life for what it is, man.
0: And what one thing I, I mean, I want to say, man, we're gonna kind of wrap this up, man. I definitely appreciate your time, but you know, and I'll let L, you know, put this. Piece in there too. But for me, you know, meeting you was a blessing last year, man, because you actually helped me realize I didn't have things in order like I thought I did. You know, uh, I wasn't prepared in the event of something happening to me uh, Mm -hmm. dying, you know, at that moment, you know, my my family would not have uh, been okay. Uh, Mm -hmm. So meeting you for me was beneficial because not only was I able to prepare for any event of dying too soon, but also you helped me set up the living too long piece, you know, making sure I have my, you know, my IRAs and stuff set up, you know, I got some mutual funds set up and then you've also, you know, sh- you know, guided me and my wife on um, how to make additional income as well, man. So for me, man, it's, uh, it's definitely been beneficial, man, meeting you. And I think a lot of people, you know, that see this, uh, hopefully they, they, they latch on to what you said and, and reach out because the information that you've just, uh, you know, you know blessed us with and poured us into us has been amazing man so I appreciate yes,
1: for, me, for me um it's been a uh it's been a blessing to meet you my brother uh, even Perception. if even even just on the just the educational piece yeah right um the 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 way that you have have explained things to me and given me the opportunity to join the team with you so that i can do what you do to, to and give other people that same information, right? Because, uh-huh. because, you know, when it's all said and done, the business that we're in is a business of inevitability, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you, if you don't live too long, it's because you died too soon. And to right. me, dying too soon is dying before life expectancy, whatever it is now, whether right. it's 74, 75, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. My mother died too soon, she died at mm-hmm. 61. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? so to me she died too soon
2: uh-huh.
1: um, So just the education that you've given me and the training that you've given me that allows me to go and do the same for others is invaluable because nobody sat down at the table and said these things in this way if they said it at all. Right. and I'm gonna be honest with you, most of most of it was not said at all right uh-huh. uh, And I think that's the problem in our community. We uh-huh. don't have the education so we don't give the education, Mm -hmm. right? And that has to stop. So with me, when I met you and and became a part of your team, you cut that off for my family because now my family knows and they understand. And not Mm -hmm. only does my family know and understand, I've been able to go get with other people and make their family know and understand. Mm -hmm. The problem is, is not enough of us want to get the information. Mm and that's what my, that 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 throws me off about us you know what i'm saying so i know we about to get up out of here in a minute but i just want to get your point of view on not only do we not have these things in place but why why does it seem like we we don't want to get the education to have mm-hmm. the things in place or when we do get it we still are scared to pull the trigger on getting these type of things on getting mm-hmm. life insurance on getting um uh retirement mm-hmm. uh things mm-hmm. taken care of investments mm-hmm. things of that nature I, I you know i don't understand us as a people so you've mm-hmm. been doing this for i've been doing it for a year with you mm-hmm. you've been doing it for 18 years so mm-hmm. tell me what your opinion on that is why why are we so scared to pull the trigger even after getting the information
2: yeah um that's that's a good question first i appreciate both y'all brothers man I love y'all um here here's the deal man um just from my perspective you got to understand the power of familiarity. Okay. So, what do I mean by that? And this is kind of messed up, but it's 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 true. I'm big on principles because you and I can have different opinions. I can think it's hot, you can think it's cold. Okay. So what? Right? But principles to use a college word are immutable, right? <laughs> they don't change, okay? So so here's what I'm saying. There's a strong pow- power in familiarity, meaning, so that's one thing. Two, underneath that, people make decisions emotionally first, logically second. So how did, what am I saying? I'm going to tie it together. There's familiarity in juggling bills, Robin Peter to PayPal, lying to this person, f- writing this check, knowing it ain't gonna clear for a couple days. De- you know what I'm saying? Like we get familiar in doing that. The same way some people get familiar in bad relationships. Because you ever ask yourself, why does this person stay with this person? Like yep. it's a bad thing. Because it's familiar and there's power in familiar. Is even though this is this, I ain't no psychologist, but you asked me the question, so i have answered, right? Exactly. It doesn't make sense okay okay damn it okay <laughs> <laughs> here's the deal man let's just call it what it is it's stupid mm-hmm. to not have life insurance yep it's yeah. just like like it's 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 one thing to be ignorant right right you just don't know i ain't got no problem with that i can educate you but after you've been educated about what you need and then when you find out that it's affordable 40 50 60 bucks and you decide not to do that that is stupid or at minimum irresponsible because the same people that say they ain't got $50 to take care of coverage for insurance on their whole family is going to go get a, go get some Don Julio or they're yeah. going to get some Hennessy or they're yeah. going to take their kids out to eat at a rest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause price is only an issue in the absence of value. So you value the social interaction or the alcohol or the entertainment or whatever more than you value your family. We got we so we gotta to get to a point where that's it's not it's not cool to be stupid right so so that's one it's stupid to not have insurance it's irresponsible it's really dumb after you've been educated on investing to not set up some investments here's the deal you you it's in you said it earlier it's inevitable you gonna get you either you're gonna get older or you're gonna die either way you're gonna have to see me so, if you get older, you don't have no money, then shame on you if somebody told you what you need to do to have so you could retire and you said, No, I don't want to do it. What is more important than
0: that?
2: Yeah. Name me a bill in the household is more important than life insurance and investments. I don't have any argument with anybody because I would, because people are well, like, No, price is only an issue in the absence of value. I'd rather a person have life insurance than pay their cell phone bill. Or get a discounted cell phone bill. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, we we got cable and no life insurance. We we got we got we got Fendi, Gucci, all Ferragamo. We got all this, but no investments. At least get some investments in the company you patronize that much.
0: Yeah, that's the, now that's facts. If you're gonna spend money on it, you're gonna buy their products. You might as well put some money in it. Like real talk. Nah.
2: Yeah. So so so. That ain't answering your question. So, so my, my take is this. So I'm just stating the fact that logically, okay, you know, you're going to die. It makes sense to prepare for it, period. Get, in, get in You know, if you don't die, you're going to live. So it makes sense to prepare for it. So you ain't got to keep working when you 65, 70, 75 years old, like most people are doing. Yeah. All right. That just makes sense to not move on that is stupid. Right. But my point is people do stupid things because they don't make decisions logically they make decisions emotionally. And sometimes our emotions are messed up because where our emotions are, maybe we got some insecurities and we trying to please people. Or we think that we can't tell our kids no, because we think that they thinking we should do this for them versus saying, look, we no, not right now. We got to handle some other stuff. Other things are priority, right? So if people make decisions emotionally, and then they back them up logically later, sometimes our, our emotions are, you know, Beyonce is coming to town. Let me take the $300 to get that ticket and get mm-hmm. that new wig and get that dress to go see Beyonce. And then I'm not going to pay my car payment. And I'm going to hop my car.
1: What's crazy about that is you about to give her $300 and she's preparing for her future with that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's crazy, man. Yeah, so, hey. so I,
2: think it's, I think it's in our community, man. We're emotional people. And yes. because it's not enough of us that make it a sexy thing to have our stuff in order, that we gravitate to looking like we got it. And not really having it and that gets rewarded that's the sad part it gets rewarded so people it makes them wanted to get more of it right um and then it becomes familiar to struggle man that's sad but it's true it's like a pathology like we get used to struggling so any it's okay so the the to 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 demonstrate what I'm trying to articulate right now is this why didn't all the slaves want to get free when Harriet Tubman was trying to free people slaves told her no. I don't want to be free. What the hell? What what? So you might think now, why the hell would a slave not want to be free? Well, because of what I just explained. It's pathology, it's 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 familiarity, it's 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 not having enough confidence and self-reliance to say, I don't need master to take care of me. I'm gonna go get free. I deserve freedom. But well, now we getting into psychology and self awareness and self esteem and all that type of stuff, which is a bigger deal. Yeah. But in its in, in its essence, what it comes down to is there's not enough of a, a standard where it, we're promoting that as if it's the new sexy, right? And so because of that, it's not enough influence where people are talking about enough. So we we make a little progress. And then we regress. We make a little progress and we regress. We just got to have more people sharing that message, man. So that's that's my answer on it. And, and it's 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 a difficult task. Mm-hmm. but here's what I know, and one of the things that keeps me going, because it's not the money that that's not to be like that, dude, but that's that's if money was just my motivation, I've been done a long time ago, right? Mm-hmm. It's that I'm 43 years old. I got in this industry when I was 25 and nobody else taught me what I need to do. So what I take that to mean is there's not enough people out sharing this information. So I realize there's a lot of people I talked to that I'm the only shot they got because I've talked to people that's 54 that don't know what a mutual fund is. that don't have the right amount of life insurance, but they just had a heart attack. years And now they're like, you know, Hez-Bolo. yes. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry for that viewers. Uh, <laughs> But I like you know what I saying, man. But but I've talked to people that haven't had the education, right? So when they don't know better, they can't do better, you know. So I I, I appreciate everybody that gives me the opportunity to help them, but it's just sad that we can't help everybody, you know. But the it, my thing is this bottom line, you're gonna tell me no, you can tell me no. Cool with that. Nobody I know is gonna be able to tell me they didn't know. They ain't gonna be able to tell me they didn't know they could get coverage for their family for 40, 50 bucks a month. They ain't gonna be able to tell me they didn't know they could put away 50, $100 a month and be able to retire. They ain't gonna tell me they couldn't join me in business. So I could show them how to make an extra $600, 800 a week. Now working from home, which is a whole different ball game. You ain't gotta leave a crib, but you know, we got work to do.
0: What? Tell you like this, man. Uh... I appreciate you. I know he appreciates you. For sure. Tell, tell the people how they can reach you, man. You know, we'll put it, you know, in the description as well, man, but tell people how they can reach you, man. They want more information on, yeah, you know, um, share.
2: call me, text me, email me. Uh, no, don't email me. I don't check my email that much. I'm on all the social media, man. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I ain't hard to find. I had the same cell phone number since 1999. Um, uh, so, uh, you can reach me on Instagram Brandon Tate, social media, Facebook, Snapchat, whatever. Um if you need my number it's 816-729-4816. That's my sales has been the same since the 90s. So I'm not hard to find, man, but uh yeah, just holler at me. Yeah, hey, and if you yeah. don't
1: want to hit B, you can hit me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> or Smeet.
1: you know what I'm saying? We all We all in business <laughs> together, man, and and, and for real, yeah. it, it money's cool and all that, but it's a byproduct of helping our people out with education and making sure that they're prepared, man. So uh yeah, ain't nothing better than and, that. I'm, and I'm gonna tell you, man, and this is a I, this is what I, I truly believe, and I'm not being arrogant or none of that, but I'm gonna tell you, it's more beneficial for y'all to sit down and meet with us than it is for us to meet with y'all. We already prepared. Yep. <laughs> You know what I'm saying, and, and, and if we ain't all the way prepared, we, we in the. Pro- Let me say that we all are in the pro- already in the process of, of getting prepared. Mm-hmm. So, so there's not us meeting with you is going to be very very beneficial to you. So if you're ready, man, and 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 you know that you're in need of these things, get with us. And then on the other side of that, you know, if you if you want to try to join the team and 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 see what it's like to make that extra six to eight hundred dollars a week, if you got that in you. You know we can help you out with that too okay. but uh once again we want to uh celebrate brandon man for uh doubling himself this year for the double up for for, for, <laughs> for, for making for making a big leap this year man yep. in in business he's been in it for 18 years and he's still yep. climbing man and he's still hungry and got that got that fire in him and he's trying to put it in us as as, as people that he's coaching and and teaching this stuff so don't don't take this episode lightly. This episode is about your life. So now you ain't gonna get a lot of laughs from this episode. It may not be super entertaining. Mm-hmm. This is education. Let's talk business, yeah. because what else is there? You know, we could talk some spiritual stuff if you like. Because other than business, that's that's the only thing we really need to be on. Feel mm-hmm. you know I me? Mean? So uh, yeah, once again, man, we appreciate you, big dog. You uh, know. Sure.
0: Yeah, and you know, thank you for
1: keep running it up, man.
0: Thank you for joining us, man. And that you know, as we always say, thank you for giving us a little bit of time
1: to put something
0: on your mind. mind. We out, man. man. All right, yes, sir.